I am Bill Cartwright with Living Right with Bill Cartwright. And this is the Stress Mastery Podcast, where we take you from the science to the spirituality of stress mastery. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Stress Mastery Podcast. I am your host, Bill Cartwright, and I'm here with that super millennial, David Barreto, giving us the Friday edition of the Millennial Perspective. Big Dave. What's going on? <laughs> Introductions, man. I don't know. So this week, our topic has been connection, and we kicked it off on Setup Sunday, talked on the connection purpose. On Monday with the Super Millennial, talked about creating community. David talked creating community through connection. On this week's Health Huddles, on Tuesday, we talked on the higher connection of the body and the vagus nerve. On Ego Maniac Wednesday, Patrick Garner had an interview with Dan Waldschmidt. Great episode. On Connection Thursday, yesterday, we talked about writing our life code. Today, we will continue our book study, Living Untethered by Michael Singer. Singer. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Mike. Uh, and on Saturday, we will close the week discussing connection with our very own Coach Peggy. So, Dave, how you been? I've been good. I've been great. How's it going? When are you going to come and visit me? i got to come soon. Very soon. Mama, <laughs> Mama wants to see her little baby boy. You know, I actually, I got I to gotta have her come out here. You know, my our house, and I say this, you know, with all the biggest respect, it's it's two gym bros. <laughs> Vanessa is a gym bro. And she was like, you need to just have somebody design it because our house is just built for function, you know. So I got to get her out here. There's plenty of stores she'd love to come and, uh, you oh. know, take a look at. And nobody's better at designing than mom. Be careful what you ask for. Yeah, that's exactly what I told her. <laughs> She'll flip that house upside down. She loves it, you know. So we're on chapter nine. It's kind of a short chapter, Dave, but I, I, I'm never going to deviate from it because the way this book flows is really cool. And you were out last week, but I, I know you heard the episode mm-hmm. and he was talking about how, you know, everything was created and, and it continues on chapter nine and he's setting us up to go into, cause like next week he starts getting into the deeper, it's not personal. And then he's jumping into the mind. What Michael's setting up in the book is it's kind of setting you up to understand that life is bigger than your problem, your yeah. reality, your, you know, what you're going to have for dinner tonight. It's just wanting to give you a scope of how big life really is and how magnificent it all comes together. You know, mm-hmm. so that's what he's doing in these last couple chapters. I know we got real sciencey, and he's to continue in this one. This chapter nine is called "The Power of Creation." Now that we've seen how ordinary stars create the light, lighter elements of our world, we can move on to an even more fascinating topic: how the heavier element on the periodic table table are created, like gold, platinum, and silver. The heavier elements are all those with an atomic number greater than iron, 26. Iron forms the dividing line because it absorbs more heat than it releases during fusion. As such, iron doesn't emanate enough heat energy to stop a star from collapsing. Unless the original star was exceptionally large to begin with, a red supergiant, it will finally die when it gets to an iron core. What happens during the death of a red supergiant star is one of the most amazing events in the known universe, and it provides the energy source needed 
to create the heavier elements. If the star is large enough before it collapses, the intensity of the collapse can actually crush the atoms in the core. Instead of fusing the iron atoms together, this tremendous force pushes their electrons into the nucleus itself. Since electrons are negatively charged and the protons in the nucleus are positively charged, they attract each other and form neutrons, which have no charge. Once this happens, all that is left of the iron core is a mass of tightly packed neurons. Neutrons. There are no atoms left, no electrons, no protons. The intensity of the collapse of this large star down to just neutrons has destroyed the structure of the matter as we know it. What is left in the neutron star, and it's tiny and and it, it is tiny in size but enormous in mass. Neutron stars are physically about the size of a city, but have the mass that is more than three hundred thousand times heavier than the planet. Earth. The density of the neutron star is so great that if you brought a teaspoon of it down to Earth, it would weigh 12 trillion pounds. Did I read that right? Yeah. I got it one more time. The density of a neutron star is so great that if you brought a teaspoon of it down to Earth, it would weigh 12 trillion pounds. The amount of energy released by the collapsing of the star's core down to just neutrons is so powerful, it creates a colossal explosion called a supernova. This explosion is so enormous that a single supernova emits more light and combined light of all the billions of stars in in its galaxy, galaxy put together. It is the brightest, most powerful explosion we have discovered in our universe. As it turns out, the enormous energy force generated during a supernova explosion is precisely what is needed to create the rest of the elements we interact with each day. What the force of gravity was unable to do during the creation of the lighter elements, the massive explosion of a supernova is able to do, fuse the heavier elements. The next time you look at your gold wedding ring or open a tin can, reflect on the fact that these elements require the combined power of billions of stars to come into existence. You are surrounded by a a myriad of objects you interact with each day. They are giant skyscrapers and a tiny paperclip and that effortlessly come in through your senses. At the root, every single one of these objects is made of atoms. You have just taken the time to understand where all these atoms come from and how you did not create them. They were created in the stars. And this should serve to humble you and leave you in awe of the power of creation manifesting before you. Hopefully, this deep sense of humility and awe will assist you on your spiritual journey toward freedom and liberation. And that's that chapter. So let me ask you, because I don't know. You probably, you're, you're kind of a geek. You might even know the answer to this. <laughs> is that what the Big Bang was? That That's how I understand it as, is that something so, and I guess I, I don't even know if I want to say like the world uh, so heavy, but so powerful, something with so much energy contained in it, is, is that's what happened. Because all the elements, and I know this is kind of the, <laughs> this is really different for Stress Master. We have a deep side thought. But if all the elements come from this, right? And so we talk about the Big Bang, and 
Earth has to come from the Big Bang or the supernova, right? I have to look it up. I have yeah, now. You should have never done this, Michael Singer. You don't know Bill Courtright will go down that thing. So I, I get into those YouTube rabbit holes, and there was one I clearly remember. One of the quotes was said, uh, "From nothing, what they consider atoms are nothing. We can't see it, we can't hold it, we can't touch it. Comes everything, and that's yes. where I think this is exactly the 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 realization." part of it is like okay you want to know exactly what nothing means it means everything but since we don't see it it is to us nothing because everything's empty space right and so he talked in the chapter before how light right you really don't have color nothing (laughs) has color it's 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 the reflection of light that creates the color yeah so i i find that stuff fascinating so i'm sure that you guys are all bored out there right now but uh Anybody want to educate me on that, please email me or, or send me. Because I really, I seriously don't know. And I want to know because I, I find that fascinating. You know, and when he says you bring a teaspoon down, it'll weigh, a, it'll weigh 12 trillion pounds. I mean, think about how we never think about this earth, right? We live on this planet. And our, our planet is spinning. We have day, we have night. We go through our days. We go through our life and everything else. But we never slow down to really realize that this ball is spinning through Earth, through space like at, at these high speeds. And we see our reality and we get stuck in our reality and we get stuck in our conflict distortions, right? We think we have all these problems and struggles, and but we don't look at the magnificence of everything. And somewhere that magnificence of everything had to be created. Mm-hmm. And if you can understand that, it just, it fascinates me because we can do anything. If we understand how to manifest that, he'll get into this, you know, in the book, because he's talking about freedom. Remember what freedom is really going within and releasing all attachments and expectation, living life in the present moment. Um, you just have to look at what, what we live on. You know, a life is amazing. I, I, I get that way with the human body. I find the body so fascinating, right? That's why for years I dug in and to understand it and stuff like that. Then I wanted to understand the mind. Holy crap. You know, the mind works like this. And you hear me talk about it. You hear us talk about it all the time. Now it's like, okay, I want to understand the spirit. I really want to understand what he's teaching in here because that brings me into the, the energy and the spirit of everything. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think the fact that there's things like this that are so... They're known to some people, you know, the, the scientists and the people that are so, you know, dug deep into this. But to the like the average person like me, you're talking about like, how the hell? I think we're supposed to have a really good sense of unknowing, but just be kind of awe at it it's because of the things that we do know. Those are the things that we should take action on because all those things, yeah, it's great to know you can't do nothing about it. Which makes it look at like the things that are known in your world were meant for you to know. Like, Absolutely. You know? Yes. So why not take action on those, like what you put in your body, the relationships you have, you know, the routines you have, that is known to you. You got like your own little world. Sure. And you got and your own. You could take problem, action right? in that world, but the, the atoms, they're nothing because you can't see them, right? But the things that you can't see, people still ignore. You know, I think that's the part that if you can understand how vast and how complicated this entire thing is, 
when you can understand that the things that are in front of you are still vast and complicated, but you understand it, you should take action on it. And that's how you start to look at problems and boulders and conflicts as opportunities that they're not there to hurt you. They're there for you because mm-hmm. you're in an expansion state. And to grow, you have to deal with what's in there. And so the name of this book is Living Untethered, right? What does that mean? It means connection. We talked about connection this week. And what disconnects people from life, from, from energy, is conflict distortion. So we understand the human being can't stop conflict, but when that conflict gets activated and you don't respond to it and you don't bring it to resolution, that conflict distorts and this creates another whole reality because as that conflict distorts, the ego takes it and starts creating stories. But not just that, your energy attracts others to to confirm that your reality is right. Mm-hmm. in distortion, right? And so what happens, it strengthens the, the reality. And if that reality is in the red zone and you're in the valley, this is a reality where you're stuck in the ego and the egos that have banded together and you'll actually attract the situations that you complain about, you worry about, that you don't like. You'll bring that into, because everything's energy. That's what he's explaining. You, you know, bring it into your life. That, that brings me to something I, I just re- I recently heard and I started to look into it. Have you heard of revenge sleep syndrome? I have not. Tell me what it is. And it's exactly what you're saying. Is that's for creating conflicts and in, in something. So revenge sleep syndrome is throughout the day, we think that our time is being taken from us, right? You got to go to work. You got to do this. You got to pick up the kids. You got to do that. And nighttime comes. And now it's my time. So you stay up later. You stay up doing all the things that you think you want to do. But then it creates this perpetual motion of now I'm tired. Oh, I don't want to go to work. I don't want to do this. And it's like you think you're getting your time back by doing this, but you're really hurting your next day self. And it's a cycle that I think that especially younger generations started doing. No, I think of, it's all generations. I think now. all generations yeah. now, because now they think, oh, I got to work yep. longer. I got to do this. So yes. It's my time. And you feel like you're getting back at somebody, but you're only hurting yourself. So next week, our topic is joy, right? Could you do a show on that? Oh, for sure. For So so your Monday show, I mean, because it's on joy. What's joy? Fulfillment. Mm-hmm. This is the opposite of fulfillment. Yeah. Yeah. It, you, you think you got some type of like a, I gotcha moment? I have never heard that before, but I think that's a, that would be an awesome episode for you to do because I, I think you're right. People have to learn this. They have to, We. it's not our fault that we're human beings. Yeah. Because even this makes sense. Because I, I used to say, screw that. I had to do this my whole day. Staying up late tonight, and then the next thing you know, it's, I'm complaining at work because you know I only got two hours of sleep last yeah. night, and I'm tired. I'm this, and I, I realized that we create our own conflicts rather than create the solution to the conflict. Right, and, and the thing is, is we the challenge again. And I have empathy for everybody listening. Is we can't stop conflict. It's just the way our brain and our, mm-hmm. and, and everything works, right? But if you could just, I think the whole key to it all is the, the ability just to slow down, put things in compartments, right? When you finish one thing, slow down before you go to the next. And it just gives you a sense of connection of what you're doing. You're not just running from one thing to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing, to the next thing, right? And that's why people get overwhelmed. Yeah, And you're right. It's time. Time is one of those limited resources that we have. We only have so much of it. But here's the thing. Everybody has the same. Yeah. 
So why can one person do so much, take care of all five life categories and get everything done and be successful? If one person can do it, anyone can do it. It's not, um, it's, it's not that one person's magical because every human being operates and functions the same. Mm-hmm. So if one person can do it, anybody can do it. Yeah, that's why I like time. It's the, the equalizer between all of us. We all got yes. the same exact amount right. of time. It's just a matter of what you're going to do. It. The scientist, Neil, Neil deGrasse, he talks about a dog. Yes. Every day that a dog lives, it's, seven, it's a full week for us because they age at the rate of seven. Seven years. So yeah. when you see a dog, they're happy all the time. They're getting the most out of their week while we're ignoring them. So every minute you ignore them, that's seven minutes. Every hour you ignore them, that's seven hours. Now, if you lived like a dog, you have to get the most out of every day. You try to use it and and we don't. You do get that way, at least for me. Again, I can only speak for myself. As I've gotten older, I really take all the day you know oh yeah, yeah. That, uh, yeah. that's what i mean like, I, I used older. to like I, I used to say you know what i'm off today i'm gonna sleep 15 hours <laughs> you know like because i didn't want to <sighs> do any and that's why i said yesterday that once you have a goal man you realize that every minute that you could put towards that goal is a different it's the fork in the yes. road that you're choosing to advance for, forward and yeah sure you slept for 16 hours what did you get out of it exactly. you know and then you can ask yourself what do i get out of each situation or each action that you've taken you know and and like you said there's always going to be conflict i just don't want to create them there, there there's enough conflict coming at me i right. don't want to be the creator of them i want to exactly. be the one finding the solution and it's not just work right in your day it's like when you're in your relationship how many people go into the relationship they're not even in a relationship they're all they're worried about what happened at work or they're worried about what happened on the way to from home. They're worried about what they didn't do, right? And so they're actually the time again, you only have so much time. And when you're in a relationship role, if you're not there, if you're on your phone, if you're texting, watching stuff and you're not c- connecting other, you're not in a relationship. You're yeah, wasting we, time. We actually just kind of we deleted three out of the four social media apps we use because you know every week iphone sends you the report and it says on average you're only using five hours a day and in my head that number blew me away to vanessa that was like oh that's not that's actually i said that's 35 hours a week that's well, you know, over a day that i'm sitting on a phone you realize that if somebody wasted four hours a day like that right and a 70 year life that's 12 years yeah, that is. I just to want me to put just... it, everybody in perspective, right? I, I, that's I haven't been on social media for a while, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be very disciplined when I go back into it because you just, you just I, added I, some I, years to your life being off social I, media. I, I enjoy the I enjoy not being on it. I, I because there I I get conflict. You know, I get act, activated and people. You know, I don't know why you can't stop it, right? Why do you said something? Why do I need to create more conflict by going on social media? It doesn't serve me. Yeah, there's plenty enough. It's conflict not serving me. Why do I need to create conflict by doing that, right? I can go on my, I can go on my YouTube's and just look at my bodybuilding stuff and my, and now I'm going to look at Supernova and I can look at stuff I want to look at, right? I don't have to go in and people, you know, upset about this or fighting about this. I don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, I see exactly what you're saying. Cause you're right. But I look forward to that Monday episode. So I kind of put you on the spot with that, but I think it'll be a cool episode because next week's topic is joy and joy is a 540 energy and people don't really, we're gonna have some good episodes because 
the human beings always seeking happiness, but they don't know what they're doing. They don't realize that you're never finding joy outside yourself. Never can find joy outside yeah, yourself. For and sure. we'll talk about that next week. We'll get deeper into it. For sure. Sounds good. That's it for today's show. Our mission here is to create a shift in the planet. You can join us on this mission by simply like, share, and subscribe. The links are right below the show notes. As always, until next time, stay inspired.